Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right. And tonight we are having one of my favorite special series that we do here. It's what literally one of my, the biggest delights of our of our uh, Jersey Ghouls experience. Tonight we are going to, as always, try to scare AJ. Welcome Woo-hoo. back, AJ. Woo-hoo. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yes. <laughs> he's doing like the, like, like he's on a sport, like he's on ESPN. Should we break it to him that he's only on audio or? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his price is right moment. Come on down. AJ. I just, come I just on had down. the rocket theme playing in my head, you know, like. Well, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Uh... It's the most that's Philly fair. thing you've said. And we're only 30 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my my Philly haterade is so strong right now because they're doing so well. It's it's and it's so hard not to love them that it's just it's just torture. It is. It's torture. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll get into Philly stuff later. We don't need to talk about that today. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So so as always, we're here today with the uh, at least my goal is to scare AJ. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's my goal too. It's just a lot easier for me. Mm, true. <laughs> so I um I'm gonna skip to the end. Um, right. And we've had another epic failure. I'm sorry. And, at, at this point, AJ, the charade is over. You no, like horror no, movies no, no, and no, cannot I, be scared. The so... problem is, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> that that statement is false because the the I I uh no, I still don't like horror movies. Yes, you I did do. not. I no, I don't. Just because I laugh at them and I watch them with you doesn't mean that I enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> I think since this one was our second failed attempt in a row, it's time for me to pick the next horror movie. You guys, I'm ready. Put me okay. in, coach. <laughs> sure, let's do it. I'm down. I he mean... said yes, Jackie. He okay, said yes. yeah. No, I'm washing my hands just of this. Be, I have just pro- be aware that a... I might cry. I've had a protective bubble around AJ, and there's she certain has. movies that and I won't let him watch. Nope. Um, because I don't French want to extreme. Scar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to scar one of my best friends. So I have had a very protective bubble, but I'm going to, you know what? Risk, take the reins, risk, take the wheel. I think, I, need to, I think I need to give you guys a little bit more credit though, because the one failure was because we were following the series, right? So that's not a, on that's your not fault for fault. not scaring me. It's yeah. the series's fault, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't give you guys that fault. This, Thank this you. one, I don't blame you for either because I directly picked it thinking that it would scare me. And I wanted to veto it, but that so, I, I got outvoted. I was like, I, <laughs> I mean, well, so, okay, so somebody introduced the movie so I could talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we, so AJ got a select, a specially curated list of movies from Jackie. It wasn't specially curated. It was just a list of, like, five movies, you know, <laughs> trying to curated. expand the horizons. It was a, she, I'm going to protect my sweet baby angel specially curated, because every <laughs> movie I suggested for that list got vetoed. Oh. Um, I was like, high tension. 
uh, Texas Chainsaw. Um, like they all, she just known them all. So, um, yes, it was special. Okay, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> Thank you, you Jackie. Chose... I love you. Yeah, you're. <laughs> she really does. She really does love you. And she, we, you chose Final Destination from 2000, the original OG starter of a giant franchise. Yeah, I picked Final Destination mostly because the other movies in the list that I was given. And mind you, I didn't realize that it was curated. I thought it was just like, a, hey, these are movies we haven't talked about yet or movies we haven't talked about in a while. So I thought that's what the list was about. But anyway, I picked Final Destination because it was the most not like the other movies I had seen before. We, I watched Conjuring 1 through 3. I watched, what, what was it, Sinister or Sinister. something? Sinister. So both of them were in the supernatural realm with ghosts or demons yeah, or whatever like we that. we were ready to mix it up. This one, I, I knew what Final Destination final destination was about i know that it's about you know people are going to die because they can't escape death and i thought that doing something a little more in the fate oriented or the the real world you know per se would would terrify me more because like while i still do believe in ghosts and demons and stuff i believe there's potential for them to be out there if i get behind i didn't need the stereotypical meme here is you know if i get behind a, a lumber truck and then it it breaks on me. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna die. So of course I'm gonna be terrified of that. But uh, yeah, unfortunately this one uh, it it didn't get me. <laughs> unfortunately, not, I, not I was at really all. ready for it. Okay, I, not, not I wouldn't say not at all. In the beginning of the film, the anticipation, the suspense was really getting to me. And then I do actually have a note on this because uh, I had my fiance text me what I was saying on the car ride home. <laughs> uh, but that's awesome. One thing I said, let's see. This was a teen movie. It's like American Pie, but with death instead of sex. Oh my <laughs> God, that's so perfect. Yeah. You're so right. This, yeah. well, this movie is a very quintessential aughts horror. A lot of the early 2000s horror fit a certain mold. And, and the teen horror they're carrying over from the 90s with the success of that teen horror. There's always like, you know, yeah, that group of high school teenagers. So they're carrying that over. But this very this very much did fit the mold of early 2000s horror. So that, yeah. that's a very fair critique. Okay, yeah, I mean, good. looking at the year 2000, in my opinion, it was actually a really depressing time for American mainstream horror um, because we had things like, Jackie, you're gonna be mad at me. Blair Witch Two, Dracula Two Thousand, <laughs> uh, Scream Three were like the the shit being turned out by the major studios. But there was some really great uh, like uh, other shit lurking around in the background. Like Two Thousand gave us Ginger Snaps, Battle Royale, uh, American Psycho. So there was good stuff happening in the horror yeah. genre. It just wasn't happening in the TV Bop subgenre. <laughs> no. I called it TV Bop because now I'm like eighty. I'm a boomer. <laughs> Um, but I'm with you, man. This is like American Pie, only yeah, with that instead of sex, and and just as cringy at times, in my opinion. I mean, like, while cringy, yes, I also was okay with it because I really enjoyed American Pie growing up. So I mean, I mean that maybe that's because I'm a dude and I and I got to see boobs. But hey, I mean, Fair. you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the beginning of the film, uh, you know, honestly, I was I was scared through the first death. We saw all the all the the uh uh you know the the I see I could see the future with the airplane crashing that freaked me out a little bit because like okay now we're getting into the juice of the story and then we saw the first friend die and Jackie will tell you I was sitting there talking the entire time I'm like you know oh god he's gonna slit his throat with his with his razor blade oh 
okay, that didn't happen. Ah, I see the water. He's gonna he's gonna stab himself through the nose while he's cutting nose hairs with the tiny scissors. Oh no, that didn't happen. And just kept rolling and rolling until he eventually did die. And I was like, okay, wasn't prepared for that one. Wasn't expecting that. I was on the edge of my seat because I was uncomfortable waiting for it to happen. And then the other ones happened. And I actually, I willed one of them to yeah, die. Yeah, you predicted. You predicted one of them. The When the girl gets hit by the bus, before she gets hit by it, uh, or the bus or the car, whatever it is, she starts talking and AJ just went, ram, splat. And then two <laughs> seconds later, splat. Awesome. And he was like, yeah. Ha-ha. I just did that. I did that. That's awesome. That's your final destination power coming out, I believe, in that moment. I, actually, no, yeah. I don't like. I don't like this power. Get, take it away. I don't want this responsibility. <laughs> um. So yeah. So just a little background, of course, for anybody who's been who doesn't know, Final Destination, the start of a very long, obnoxious uh, series, in obnoxious. which. <laughs> well, they get yeah. pretty rough towards they, the end. Oh, They're okay. like saw movies by the end. Um, and it's it's basically a cool premise that I think just gets kind of fucked up because it's basically can you like the question of can you escape death if you mm-hmm. see your death and avoid it will death just come around and get you anyway um written and directed by james wong who was our sweet baby angel from the x-files at this point the only other thing of note he really does in horror is the 06 black christmas which is god like a fever dream in all the best ways <laughs> of course i've watched it for the holiday season already um this was originally a spec script for an x-files episode and it never came to life yeah fun fact and um, every film is allegedly loosely based on real life events. And this is actually one of the things that I hate the most about Final Destination is that it took actual images from the Flight 800 crash from 1996 and used them in the film. Oh, um, wow. Call, right. As stock footage. And um, a lot of people thought it was inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Even, oh, no yeah. shock here. Roger Ebert called it the worst possible taste since Flight 800 was also on its way to France and also had students on board who were high school students going to France. Uh, for their- yeah, so that is, very- that is pretty uh, icky. Yeah, that is like icky. like on one hand, business side. Hey, look, it's cheap film. On the other hand, like, dude, have some class. God. Wes Craven did the same thing That's in so Wes true. Craven's New Nightmare. Uh, there in the plot of that movie, there is a major earthquake. And it just so happened that during the filming, there was a catastrophic earthquake in California. So his cameraman went out and just started shooting B-roll of just damaged damaged buildings. Now, obviously, there were no people shown or anything. It was just the aftermath of of the damaged buildings. But yeah, they took advantage of, of the natural disaster and put it in the movie. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, at least with Wes Craven, it happened in the moment. So they were like, screw it. Let's save somebody and do it that right, way. Right. This was just like, let's exploit this horrible thing yeah. that actually happened. I remember being really scared. I- I'm not a great flyer, guys, full disclosure. Um, oh. Yeah, Neither I'm actually, I. yeah, like flying gives me the wigs. I, used I to like have flying. To- do you? It's like, it's like a roller coaster. You know what? Actually, I have to say that I, it's, I'm not a good takeoff person nah, once we're part. up and in the air take off and landing i think i'm okay i'm not good with takeoff for some reason i get really wig landing i'm okay with it's just the takeoff that for some reason gives me the wig i don't really like the takeoff nah, it's the yeah, most exciting I'm, part no i just i i feel like i'm not meant to be up in the air so the entire time i'm just waiting for something to go wrong i know statistically it's it's i'm so much more likely i know all the facts but i can't help it i don't like being in the air especially don't like being in the air with my whole family in the same uh plane mm. um so but and now unfortunately i can't even drug myself stupid anymore because i have children to take care of when i'm on flight so i have to stay sober <laughs> and pretend it's cool because i don't want them to inherit my neuroses <laughs> so <laughs> um so yeah so the the opening does get me only because i am terrified of 
uh, plane yeah. crashes. Okay. Um, but I'm with you, AJ. I think as the film progresses, it gets so stupid so quick because they yeah, take... it got super campy. Like it just yes! got it just got Agreed. it got to the point where like, and not even like like these things could happen because it got to the point of like okay, the bus thing could happen, and and the guy tripping over the water and choking himself. I guess theoretically could happen, but then like the the scene where they're at the train and the piece of metal flies out of nowhere and it and cuts the dude's head off, like I, it started to lose me. Yeah, it gets cartoonish. So, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I wish they would have utilized Tony Todd's character more. Like they have his character in this movie, uh, you know, as the stranger, death, you know, whoever the the harbinger or the death or whatever he he's representing. I wish that it would have been so much more interesting if he popped up a lot more because he is so ominous. Just as Tony Todd himself being such a, a veteran of the genre, just to have Tony Todd in the movie is 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 in it in itself. You know, you have those creepy moments. He could do such a good job. Yes, AJ, you have a question. Who's Tony Todd and what was he in this movie? <laughs> so yes. he was the, what was it? They were in that. They call was... him like the stranger, but he's like the harbin. Like he's the guy yeah. who warns them. He was them. The, the adult that was like warning them. Like you can't change, you can't. The one black death. guy in the movie. He, and... he was, yeah, he was, it was uh, giving them all of the exposition that, that they needed. It. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cause the, you know the, when the, you're... The, the guy that was with the dead body, the. Uh, what's yes. The uh, yes. That's right. In the morgue. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah, in that's case a... you're too dumb to realize what's going on, we're going to have Tony Todd break it down for you. Nice. Yeah, that's what. I... <laughs> okay, he did break it down nice. He I think that might nice. be that might have been the moment when it really started to lose me because that's when it took it from like, this is a thing that is happening to hey, let's really dumb it down and this is a thing that's happening. Like we don't okay. need that. Your your audience isn't that stupid. Thank you. I totally so. agree with you. Totally agree with you on that. Um, I and I think that I see, and I think that's where a lot of these movies go wrong. Is that like when you think about like the roller coaster scene from the third one, the the lumber car accident scene, the flight crash, all of that is never so saw true. those. I just know uh, about them, <laughs> right? Because they're iconic and they're truly yeah. terrifying. But then the films get really dumb really quick. They try to take like the little things in life that are those little dangers we all live with every day. Like, ooh, a kitchen knife or ooh, I'm shaving my legs or ooh. And they try to make it so ridiculous that people die from it. And while I, I wish it were effective, it just isn't for me in this, in any of these films. Yeah, it gets, just it gets, wor it gets worse and worse. You know, oh, it's God, like yeah. by the 10th, by the 10th Final Destination, somebody's using a crayon to color and they accidentally jam it up their nose and they, they and then they no longer say library or tamari yeah you know it's so weird yeah it's it, it does get hokey like i said i think it's the third one that is i think i've seen the first three i know for a fact i've seen one and two i'm fairly certain i've seen three and i don't remember if the that, tanning yeah. bed death was in two or three but are you confusing that with um the second i know what you did last summer because there's a tanning bed dead but Oh, that's I mean, to dead. be fair, aren't these all teen movies? So that probably happened in both of them. <laughs> We're, yeah, that's fair. I used Tanny yeah. Beds back then, and I was the least girly girl I knew. So it must have been very common. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Maybe I thought there was a tanning bed death in final de in one of the Final Destination movies. Maybe I'm um, wrong. Like I said, feels like something that would happen. I've I you know obviously we just watched this one. I was telling them and we sat down to watch it. It's probably the first time in like 10 years or so, maybe 15 years that I've seen a Final Destination movie. Like these are not anything that are in rotation. I feel the same way. Like they're kind of just hokey and ridiculous. And the first one has a bit of a catch to it. And sure, we'll go with it. But they keep going and they just 
keep getting sillier and sillier. Yeah. Um, and there are little silly things that like make my eye like make me roll my eyes, like how all the characters are like Browning and Hitchcock and Cheney and like like there's so such stuff that is like such an I don't know. Like I think in 2000 I probably thought that was really clever, but 2023 me is just mildly annoyed by the sloppiness of it. Yeah. Um, it's like I get it, you want to make an homage, but there is sometimes it's too on the nose. Correct. I will say one thing I do enjoy about this film is the theme that death itself is the villain of the film i like that i like that it's never like well i mean just to kind of circle back to tony todd for a minute i find it deeply ironic that even though two of the three creators of this series are people of color he's the only person of color in this film of substance and of course he plays like the harbinger or the person who just happens to know what's going on some sort of mystic if you will some people say that he plays death itself yeah exactly the magical minority and I like the idea of him maybe being a, a representation of death itself. I think that would have been a cool kind of twist. That was on definitely thing. the vibe that you got from it, especially because he was so chill with them breaking into the morgue. <laughs> like, he was very chill, yeah. but he's Tony Todd. Like, he's chill. Oh, I <laughs> mean, but like for somebody who didn't know, like if he if if somebody broke into my home, I wouldn't be super chill or not no. home, but place of work. Like I wouldn't be super chill about it. So like, yeah, the fact that he could be death in the movie makes a lot of sense to me uh i, I i'm okay with that honestly that's, that's what i thought initially and that's what i've always taken from it and that's why i wanted him to be in it more like i wanted to maybe like see him in the background of other of when people died like i yeah. wanted him to be there that was I, a nice I agree, detail. i agree marissa about death you know they're making death the villain but i think i i kind of blame it on TV shows that I've watched, like I blame it on Buffy, I blame it on Supernatural, I blame it on Good Omens. Like, Death isn't the bad guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Death isn't the one that that. It, what am I trying to say? AJ, help me out because you know well, what I'm talking. You know what well, I'm getting at. It, well, it's really funny because like that's actually one of the notes I have for one for in my rant all my drive home. Uh, one of the things I said in the scene where the the first guy dies in the bathroom and it's the water leaking from the toilet to make him slip and everything, and then the water retracted itself. Death is does not need to cover its tracks. It's just a force of nature. It's just <laughs> so a true. thing that happens. Like death is just what it's going to be. So you don't need to personify death in every single thing that you ever do ever. You know, like it's cool to see death personified, but it doesn't need to be personified. It's literally just like I said, it's a force of nature. It's it's inevitable. It is the final destination. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I got to chew on that a little bit. I don't I don't know how I feel. I think death is the, uh, to me. Death is the villain that's lurking over all of our heads. And so I agree with you. I don't think death needs to cover his trail. I don't think he does. I'm going to genderize him because just for funsies. But um. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. I think that the it becomes laughable when death is like, oh, hold on, let me let me bring that water back so nobody knows I did this. Right. Like, like, I, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do? The, like this film wasn't – okay, so prime example for those of us who have seen Supernatural, death is a person in Supernatural and death can be killed. And that's not something that death needs to worry about in the quote-unquote real world. It's, it's true. It's It's inevitable. Like deal with it. Like, yeah, I think my defense on death is not the villain is my pension to imagine death like as the um, what's the word? Not guardian guide the guide. Death mm. is the guide from this world to the next, whatever the next may be. Like I always death is 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 the person, not 
you know, death is not just the doing action. his job. He's not. Yeah, he's death yeah, is not, death death is is not guiding the guiding the soul to the next step. You know, the, because it's one of those things that you know it's 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 the inevitable. Every single person dies, some sooner than others, some in a manner that isn't great. But the action of death has nothing. I guess I always separate the action of death and the image, the person, the Grim Reaper, essentially. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yes, I agree. I guess this brings me to a question that I was very curious to ask you both, which I think I'm going to get obviously a very clear answer from you. You've both already kind of showed your hand here, but so <laughs> this this movie poses the question of how much free will we really enjoy, right? That's that's mm. one of the very few themes that I can link onto as someone always looking for something a little substance to go in my movies. Um because the I guess the concept here is that there is no free will and when you shirk your time death will come back and get you anyway right like that is the premise we're going to accept so the question i pose then is do you guys subscribe to the idea of that we have free complete free will because i really i don't know that i do no we we absolutely have complete free will because it's our own damn faults when we die (laughs) like the, the only time we don't have free will is when we get to a place that we're so old that that our bodies can't handle anymore but to that same point like we have free will to smoke cigarettes and then if you smoke cigarettes for your entire life and then you you know get lung cancer you shorten your lifespan that is completely on you or you can treat your body healthy and you can exercise and do all that kind of crap like the only thing that you, you don't exercise have to... and be healthy and crap and then you're at the gym and somebody comes in and shoots up the place I, like that that's is that my but, free will but it's your free will to go to the gym but it wasn't my free will to, it wasn't mm, yeah okay like i, I mean like i, I <laughs> yeah. understand completely where you're going where you're going yeah with like it, my, because, my take like, is that you can't control any of it no i i totally get that i understand exactly where you're coming from i just refuse to believe that uh we don't have that much free will i do believe in fate i just think that the path which we take to that fate is completely free will you know but you're heading towards the you believe that you choose the roads but that the destination is there for you regardless pretty much yeah so you don't fully subscribe to free will well no like there's a difference between between free will uh and 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 no free will right like if i if my path was laid down the entire way through then i'd have no free will but i think of this as like a choose your own adventure book like i get to choose which road i'm going down so so that's where the free will comes in i actually i can actually get behind that i i agree with your idea that we have our own adventures every day to choose but that ultimately there are things that are i i kind of believe in fate in a lot of ways i think there are things that are bigger than us i think I, but it's so on brand for me, you know, like, because I, I sometimes look at death and this is just a self coping mechanism, a self soothing mechanism. Um, I look at death as another like a level to to beat and unlock. Like, I don't think of death as the end. Like, I know that Jackie, I know that you subscribe to death as just the end of it all. Like our matter, just our energy just gets reabsorbed into the big cuckoo cuckoo of it all. And it's done for me. It's, you know, and, and again, this is all just self soothing. It's to me, it's an achievement. It's a level unlocked. It's a new adventure. Um Saying and that so, you're yeah. trying to try and beat death is the beginning of your uh, evil villain saga. Yeah, <laughs> like... no, 100%. It's it's a boss I have to beat. And and I look at it that way only because I do believe so strongly in fate that I don't know that we do control as much as we, we want to think we do. But I agree with you. I think with the little paths every day, we do totally choose our own adventure. I always wind up on the wrong page, so I would have to go backwards and try to try again. So <laughs> both in life and in a choose your own adventure book. Jackie, what do you uh, what do you think about all this? 
I think that it is completely molded by the person thinking of it. Um, Cause I could oh, sit there and okay. everything that you just said, I, you know, I think it's, it's all about the person. I mean, I could sit here and say that, you know, it was destiny that I am with Chad, you know, because I did X, Y, and Z and because I was here and because I happened to sign up for match.com at the right time in the right place. Like there was no free will that was destined for me. Or, you know, I could look at it and be like, you know, I just, I did it on my, like, uh, to me, I think that the, it's, it's, it's based on the individual person and based on how you believe, because I can construct uh, an entire story around everything that you said. I can construct an entire story around everything Marissa said. So to me, I think it's just, it's personal preference Um, because everybody, everybody can weave their own narrative as they're the main character in their own story. So I, I think that because of that, because it's our lives are all just these stories, I, I think the interpretation is open to the person telling the story. Mm -hmm. This got really deep for a stupid ass movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, so you so you subscribe completely to Free Will then? I guess, I, I don't know. I've, I've never really given much thought into it. I guess, you know, if, if free will is, I guess I, maybe I do. I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where I've never been one to say like, it's my fate. It's my destiny. Like those really aren't words that are in my vocabulary, but definitely I can see where all of the steps in my life that I've taken, everything I've done that has like led me here. You know what the thing? difference like, here I is? I appreciate like the, it's like, you know, had I, you know, done better in school, maybe I would have gone to TCNJ instead of Rowan. And had I not gone to Rowan, I never would have met Humorous. And had I not met you, we would never be doing Jersey Ghouls kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sure. So I don't know. Is that... You yeah, know what the difference here is? That, that, is. Like, you're, you you talked about how if I do this, like this happened and then this happened, this happened, like butterfly effect, right? Yeah. The, the difference is how you look at the butterfly effect. You, if you're at the beginning going, if I do this, then this result will happen then that's more, you know, that's more uh, uh, like fate. that's more fate oriented. Right. But if you go, you know, this happened because I did this, that feels more free will esque, right? Like it's, it's about how you're looking at the, uh, at the, at the, the window of your life there. So that's super interesting. Oh God, I'm yeah. going to be awake tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I scared you after all. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, the movie, to be fair, the movie did not scary, scare me in the moment. I did laugh at it a couple times. I did still have a nightmare about dying from, you know, shaving myself and, and, shaving and your legs. My throat. <laughs> like, it happened. I still got scared. So, so good. Oh, it's good to see that actually will keep me warm that knowing that it's still some but i agree with you though there there is a lot more of a like this these movies make me pause and like get a little ski weirded out in ways that most horror movies don't affect me i will give it that much as much as i think it's hokey and poorly it's like saw it's like uh, fucking the purge I, it's a cool concept i think it could be done better like that's it makes me mad this goes i'm gonna file this under the subgenre of a really cool concept that i wish people would give better attention to and make smarter movies about do you think this would have made a better X-Files episode? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Because I think the idea, the concept of it is really cool. You you cheat death and so you have to die. I, I like the idea that you don't just get to cheat death. I think that, that there's something to be said for that. Um, mm -hmm. As someone who has had near-death experiences, though, I, I get... So I had a, a, an incident once on a road where I was driving. And it was definitely my final destination to moment because I was driving a car 
and my daughters were in the back and they were very young and the cars in front of me got into a pretty it was on a big highway it was I think it was on 95 and big huge crash and one of the cars had I don't want to say wood I don't know what it was these metal strippy things in the back of it and it was just yeah sure I don't (laughs) even know what that means um and I remember a piece of it flew off bounced on the road in front of my car went up and over my car and hit the car behind me and I remember it was a moment where I was thankful for being a Grand Theft Auto player my entire life because I remember I glanced over at the the car next to me who was also a, a, a young girl and we both like wide-eyed looked at each other and I just gunned it I don't know what in my instincts made me just pound it to the floor because in my head I was like I'm not gonna hit any of these cars I'm not gonna let any fucking shrapnel get me because for all intents and purposes that giant piece of metal should have went right through my windshield and killed me Mm. and it didn't it bounced over on the road over cleared my car entirely and hit the car behind me and I remember the whole free will concept then like this story I don't I I think fate fucking had me in its hands that day I think Jesus or Satan or somebody you just talked about how you went through the process of thinking i'm not gonna let this happen i'm going to die after that happened after that yeah so when that giant piece of metal came off i was just like clutching the wheel and not really changing i didn't slam on my brakes i didn't i mean maybe i got lucky like maybe i did control it by some way but honestly it was a a satan or jesus take the wheel moment because only after that happened was i like i'm not gonna die today and i just swerved around and hit my gas as hard as i could got around all these cars that were crashing into each other and i remember i pulled over to the side of the road and i was like shaking and i looked back and all this demolishness behind us the girls were like sound asleep and i was like oh my god <laughs> like i was like i should be dead i should be dead and then in a moment of what might be the most fucked up thing i've ever done i, I remember the person somebody got out of a car and was on the phone and was like i'm calling 911 the girl who I saw also made it through with no, and we both looked at each other and we just kept going because in my head, in that moment, I wasn't, I I had two babies in the car. I wasn't going to leave them on the side of the road to go help other strangers. And to this day, I think about that accident to this day. I I don't want to know what happened to the car behind me, but I don't want to live in a world where I was supposed to die that day. I want to live in a world where fate decided I wasn't going to die that day. So it's, it's this movie fucks with me in that way, I guess all this to say. And also buckle up, people. It's scary out there on the roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about this. We just talked about how the movie is a good concept, but poorly executed, right? You want to know something that did a good job with this, with a similar concept and executed, I think, pretty well? Ooh. And this is going to be funny because it is a TV show. I think Supernatural did a pretty good job with this concept. And yeah. specifically, specifically, I'm thinking about there's an episode it comes up a, a couple different times, but there's an episode specifically where the concept first gets introduced, where these people make deals with demons, and then their time comes due, and they cannot escape the hellhounds coming after them. It's just not a thing that happens. And the way they portrayed that, and these guys are desperately, desperately, desperately trying to prevent it all from happening, and it just, it just keeps happening. Like, you can't stop it. And I think that episode did a really good job with this idea. Do I think this movie could have been... I th- do I think the concept could have been a great movie? Absolutely. And I think this movie could have absolutely killed me with, with, you know, being terrified. I just think that the, uh, that the execution of it being a teen movie on top of it and caring about, you know, are they going to get together? Or are they not going to get together? And that kind of stuff just kind of kills it. So. Oh, that's fair. I think there's a lot of, of, of things that are themed this way that are, and I'm trying to think. I don't know that I can think of off the top of my head any other horror that is built into this idea of escaping death. I'm, I'm sure it's out there. I just can't think of it. 
Um, but overall, a meh movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, the original the original endings is way cooler. I think I don't know if you guys the original into ending. this. So the original ending had Alex kill himself in an attempt to save Clear. Also, Clear. Okay. Um, yeah, that would have been solid. Yeah, and she and Carter are survivors, which I can't think of anybody who deserves to live less than Carter, the character. <laughs> I freaking hate. I loved him in Dawson, but I hate. I say, yeah, no, he's great in Dawson. It's great. Yeah, he's adorable in Dawson Creek, <laughs> but um, and she has she is pregnant with Alex's baby, and it ends with her like having his baby with Carter as I guess a, a stand-in baby daddy. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't uh, the, get the, it. the baby part doesn't need to happen, but the <laughs> no, killing himself to try and make it skip the skip her. Right, that's the, I that guess would, the yeah. act of. That would uh, being good. aside would from cool. it being a horror movie, AJ, do you have any desire to see part two, like to see how the continuation happens, at least from this first movie? I mean, I am actually a little bit curious because, like, uh, the because the concept is solid, and I want to see if they can do it better. <laughs> like, yeah. like I just, I, I don't know. the the uh, The concept is so interesting to me, and. I am curious to see. I know the second movie because I looked up the uh, the uh, opening uh, montage, not the opening montage, but the like the the movie poster. And I oh, saw okay. that I saw that the girl is in the second one. So I'm curious how she reacts to like, holy shit, it's happening again. That that kind of thing. I actually so. like the second film better. That's a hot take, I know, but I no, actually, I... yeah, I, Jackie. And if you ever do revisit, I'm curious to get your thoughts. But yeah, no, I actually I'm, think everything about to. it is a At more least solid the second film. one. Yeah they get on their feet a little more about the concept and they, mm. they get a little bolder and they get a little less, in my opinion, a little less dumb. Cause I wound up watching the second one just because I was like curious. And I love that opening scene. I think it's one of the scariest opening scenes in horror history. Oh, good to know. Cool. Um, yeah. Like the opening scene in part two is, it haunts me, especially because of what I've been through. But, um, like, I, I, I really, I, I think it's worth a watch, AJ. I would say if we okay. are ever all bored and in a room together, let's watch it. I did go to look up while we were talking. And yes, there is a tanning bed death in the third one. So. Excellent. Well done, Jackie. Yeah. Well, done. yeah. well, I was say I couldn't, it's been, it's been forever. And I just remember a tanning bed. I, you know what? It's, I, it's, it's probably been even longer since I've seen any of the sequels of, I know what you did last summer. So I feel I like I still know I'm not what proud you did last summer and I'll always know what you did last summer. And I vaguely remember what I remembered to know that you did last summer. Was that you I saw last summer? That's my favorite one. That's that's. Were <laughs> you that guy from that thing um, that happened last, last summer? summer? Maybe? Yeah, because uh... I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as uh, anything else? No, we just you know what I I have to pass the torch to you, Marissa. I think I'm too I think I'm too close to this to I was gonna say to this one. I'm too close to AJ. I'm too I'm I'm too protective. And I don't want to mentally scar him. I think if you mentally scar no, him, no, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to cause him trauma. I'm not yeah. going to show him anything that's going to like. <laughs> well, no. To be forever. fair, we did we did start this with the goal of hey, let's scare AJ. So like, let's let's do it. My my and I've one been request too is uh, our average has been like once a year, and it's like every like it's around this time when we usually do this i vote that we do this a little bit sooner because i'm feeling a little ballsy and i'd rather like try and do this while i'm let's go yeah <laughs> so all right yeah like, there we go maybe we can mission cure the winter, challenge accepted. cure the winter blues and try to scare AJ. by scary aj oh my god yes my seasonal effective <laughs> will love you for it <laughs> no problem happy to help thank you yeah. thank you yeah no we will we will like i said so so far our record the the conjuring was 
okay. there was one conjuring that went well conjuring two because yeah. it, it was that scene with the nun painting and the whole nine that <laughs> if, if we've ever effectively scared aj it was with the conjuring two Agreed. in that scene conjuring but I think one that and conjuring really two definitely list. messed me up i think that was really the 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 only truly like yeah, success think, for us i think like, we're like two are, for four well, yeah, no, right. I, I, Sinister definitely scared me. It made me feel uncomfortable the entire time. Like oh, there was that's the, right. There was, you said there was the tightness having... in my chest yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, that's and true. I don't like that. And that's a version of scaring. Like, that's you true. know, yeah. you didn't, you didn't get me to the point of like my, my desire to do good by my friends and finishing the film prevented me from going, no, I'm done with this. So we haven't <laughs> gotten to that don't point. Don't make yet. me feel guilty as I head off into the sunset see? to pick a film for you. Don't Do you start doing what I have <laughs> feel guilty. I'm just making sure I reiterate that you, you're about 50 50 at this point. Aww. That's all. I know we are. We yeah. have about a 50. We have a 500 average. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, and and it's better than the Giants. <laughs> That's low hanging fruit, buddy. All right. I've got a third string Sorry. quarterback who's eating his mom's chicken parm. All right. <laughs> Third string quarter get back getting paid how much? Oh no, that's right. Don, uh, your your main guy got got hit hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are yeah. literally up to like just anybody off the stands who will throw the ball. Um, <laughs> it is a it is a brutal, brutal, brutal season. I do feel uh, bad for you. I know. At this point, I'm like, please don't win any more games. I don't care. Just please don't. Just we tank. Just, we just, just tank. need right. Just I just really need that 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 pick. And like I said, what makes it more painful is that it's it's astoundingly hard to, to root against your team this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kelsey, man, Kelsey. I doing know a lot it's of between the, the Kelsey <laughs> phenomenon and just the fact that they are a fun little team. Um, yeah, so so we will pick guys if you have any suggestions for what we should scare AJ with something scary but not too scary somewhere in the middle a little better than this. Please reach out. Let no, us know. No, I I think we need to go balls to the wall and 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 we just need to find we need to find the extreme and then. <laughs> and then Jackie, and then we start you heard back. it here I, i'm going straight to the top just just be aware that i High very tension. well might stop and just be like no i'm done with this and then we just record about how i could get 15 minutes into it i'm just saying he said and i quote extreme and balls to the walls this is me washing my hands aj yeah. I, i'm not gonna it. blame you i'm not gonna <laughs> blame you for this this is all on me okay well you know what i think we so the sadness need, next time we, yeah, we may oh god we maybe need to, uh, in advance, pen an apology letter to his fiance. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, sorry. He's so, forever changed. Yeah, yeah. We watched a, a triple feature so of the sorry. sadness, martyrs, and. Uh... No, no, no! Yeah, I'm only giving you one. I'm only giving you one. <laughs> we just no, ruined I, him. I swore to AJ I would never make him watch The Exorcist if he watches it's it a on boring his own. Movie. It's the ending part. <laughs> It's the, there's the, it's the scene and you know, the scene that I am talking about with that would mess them up that bad. Seriously. That's adorable. (laughs) I'm just saying that like, if he watches it on his own, that's on him. I will never have that on my conscience. Not that bad, bro. Go ahead, Marissa. Pick pick the exorcist. Let's see what happens. I think it's a very slow paced film. It is a very slow paced film. Truly scary scenes. I just feel like there is some content based on some of the characters that would make him feel extremely uncomfortable. I don't know, scared. He would feel extremely uncomfortable about things that a young girl does. If you couldn't handle <laughs> Jodie Foster being a implied hooker, then oh, you yeah. cannot handle things okay. that happen in the exercise. No, that's fair. I, I, like I the hills that. have eyes? Last house on the left. Yeah, no, he can't. 
like I said, the implication that Jodie Foster was a child prostitute in shook him, um, right? Shook him. Uh, I didn't like it. it. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, taxi like driver. <laughs> yeah, he was very upset about the implication that she was a child prostitute. Don't so, like it. Because of that, so cool. had an extended I mean, no one's a fan of child prostitution, but. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, they didn't show anything. He's like, it was implied. And then his brain started to cock, sure. you know, the, yeah. the, co the cogs started to go. Yeah, and so I filled in this blanks. I'm just saying, if you can handle Taxi Driver, which is to me a markedly more disturbing movie. And did, uh, you, did you guys hell, do yeah. Clockwork Orange already? I've seen a Clockwork Orange. Oh, I don't so much do. worse than any, 90% of the horror movies I've seen. Clockwork Orange messed me up ten times worse than anything I've ever. I was seen probably too show. stupid to understand what Clockwork Orange was when I first uh, saw it. Okay, yeah, that disturbed so, the crap yeah. out of me when I was like. I've never seen it. Because I I saw the first fifteen minutes of what's the other one he did? What's the army one? Two thousand. Oh, Full Metal Jacket. I saw the first full fifteen minutes of Full Metal up. Jacket and I checked. That movie out messes I was like, anybody you know, up. I only done. watched the first half of it, and that oh, the first you can half. Dude, the first I half's continue. the worst part. I, I, no, I, I but it got it was enough to make me stop. No, so. to be, I mean, in in all seriousness, I think if you've survived Full Metal Jacket and Taxi Driver, you, there's not much we could do to you. Truly, like these movies are so disturbing. It's such a real world way, and no, all this is. A I, I I disagree because the presentation of it is what's get is what gets me, like the suspense of it and and all that oh kind of stuff. God, these these other movies. Full Metal Jacket is so disturbing. It's disturbing, yes, but the presentation of it, the there's there's not that build up or on like the 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 build up's there, but it's a different kind of build up from horror movies. Maybe it's for the best you did watch the second half of Little Jacket. I feel like we need more like actual violence. Maybe. I bought it. Like Freddy shredding it. somebody, but you really want him to watch I High Tension want, so badly. I don't like body harsh. I hate Same. body harsh. I because I suggested Hellraiser at one point, and he no. was like, "No, yeah, no. see, no, he does not want Hellraiser." No. I'll I'll be crying for a month. Uh see if you, and then if Hellraiser is Hellraiser is gory Egypt. though. Yeah, no, um, thank you. Yeah, so I, was I, martyrs in high tension. I'm not gonna really make him watch high tension and martyrs. That's like taking a baby and throwing it in the deep end, but it's also electrocuted and with sharks in it. <laughs> I'm not that big of a bastard. <laughs> Well, we will figure uh, it out. Dawn. We will figure. Oh, we will. We will. And guys, if you fun. enjoy, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and you're enjoying the idea of AJ being traumatized by uh, Taxi Driver, you guys should definitely check out The List We Missed, which is oh, Jackie yeah. and AJ's amazing podcast. Hilarious. They get it wrong a lot, but we love them anyway for no, it. No, no. Um, we have opinions <laughs> and our opinions cannot be wrong because they, they're ours. They get objective things wrong a lot. Jackie but... does have some wrong opinions, but. <laughs> That's okay. They just take movies like the 101 Best Movies of all time and they shut on them so if you're no i'm just kidding but I it mean, is a not, not untrue <laughs> it is a an interesting show where they watch movies that all the rest of the world have already seen and they have a delightful conversation about said movies and it's especially fun to watch the generation my favorite part is the generational difference between the two of you <laughs> as you watch these films um like adventures of babysitting where it's just so obvious one of you was raised in the 80s and one wasn't uh, I mean, but don't you, yeah, don't you say tomorrow's uh, I shouldn't say tomorrow's. I should say uh, our, our next episode is actually out on the same day as this episode. Oh. Um, yeah, there's some more generational uh, discourse. Yes. As, What's the film? As Do we, I get to know? As we, we are discussing The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Disney's. Garbage. <laughs> oh, we're going to fight, Marissa. Oh, put him off. Oh, oh. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Oh, you messed up. Oh, I, I, wow. You thought I was being. No, no. You know, yeah. no you're, yeah, you're trash. You're trash now. Everything. <laughs> 
so it's all true it's all true uh i can't get mad because it's all true yeah no that's definitely a generational thing jackie that one we were we were yeah, that we were, say, we were, we were talking in, in the episode we're going to discuss some music and you know right out the gate i was like you know that's you know aj has actually educated me on a lot of disney stuff with like the disney renaissance era and oh, that is yeah. it's at the tail end of the renaissance era which I was brought up in the beginning. We're we're like the Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Little Mermaid era, yeah. like where that is the creme de la creme of that era. But with AJ being ten years younger, you know, Hunchback and and Hercules is more his speed. It, it Listen, feels I like- understand and respect Beauty and the Beast and liking. I understand why people you know like that more and why it's and I understand why it's the creme de la creme of that of that era. Little Mermaid, but but, but, but no, I mean my point being though. Hunchback is by far the most underrated and the best film in that series of movies. Dude, Mankin, it is oof. You if somebody you're like quick, list Alan Mankin's best Disney work. No one says Hunchback first. No uh, one. To be fair, I don't think people uh, I don't think a ton of people know who that name is. Oh, Disney fans do. I digress. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Disney. <laughs> I don't know. I I was told at a very young age that that Lion King is like the you know how they always use, you know, fairy tales or whatever, but they were like, yeah, it's like Hamlet. And I've been the Shakespeare nerd from a very, very young age. So I was like, yeah, oh, same. it's Hamlet. <laughs> well, this is one of the best ones then because it's Shakespeare. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you. That got me. Well, AJ, as always, thank you so much for letting us torture you for funsies right. and for our podcast. Thanks for having me. It's always we a good enjoy time. Ha- yeah, we enjoy having an excuse to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search for Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there on your favorite posting on your favorite pasta app. I love wow. a good pasta app. My pasta. fat ass just said the pasta I'm app. make a pasta app. You should make a pasta app. Right, There's right, Gabagool like Network. Leaning. Now that's fate for you. Jersey on the Gabagool Network. On the Gabagool Network with the pasta app. If we ever make it, we're, our network's going to be called the Gabagool Network. We are the Gabagool Network. Trademark that right now. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, Geekscape. We are now the Gabagool The Gabagool Network. Network. <laughs> Check out Jersey Ghouls on your favorite podcasting app and social media funsies. Do the thing. Um, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.